Yo, check us out. Chuck D, public enemy. Yo, what's up? This is DJ Yellow from the world's most dangerous group. What's up? This is DLC, the Diggy Diggy motherfucking God. Yo, 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 what's up? This is your boy, Z-Man. What up, dog? This is E-Shot. This is Jerry Heller, motherfucker. This is your boy, DJ Paul K.O.L. for 36 Young Busy Bone. Vice One. This is your man, Matt Mine, the Hell Razor. Yo, this is DJ Ready Red. What up, what up, what up? This is the real Rick Ross, and you listen to me on the Murder Master Music Show. like 
I would have waited like another like three, four days, bro. Like uh, <laughs> we wouldn't be having this interview. You know, I had went to a hospital three times with this issue, man. And um, they wasn't, they kept saying they couldn't find nothing. So finally we went to go get a second opinion at another hospital and they admitted me instantly, you know, and um, yeah, I had to have a major surgery then. And um, I was down for like eight months, you know, and then I wow. had to go back to have another surgery in December. And, um, you know, just, just pretty much just blessed, man, that uh, I had the angels around me to help me pull through. And, uh, you know, the family was support and, you know, the good people that my loyal friends that was checking on me daily, man, because I really needed them prayers, man. OG Tech was really down in a bad way, man. Man, I'm so so happy to uh, be talking to you right now because, um, you know, 2020 is fucked as it is, but you 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 yeah. had problems in 2019. So you, yeah. you entered 2020 in a fucked up situation. And then yeah. to come out of that and find out there's a pandemic and – and everything's going crazy with that. I mean, man, salute to you for, for doing what you're doing, man. I'm glad you're here, yeah, brother. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Real talk. Yeah, man, because cause didn't, uh, didn't you get shot, like, a couple years ago as well? Yeah, man. Um, <clears throat> It was probably about – man, I, I swear I'm a walking testimony, brother. Um, It was probably, like, five or six years ago Um, I had just picked up this whip. And, um, you know, it came with the 20, I think it had 20-inch or 22-inch rims on it, man. And um, I, I pulled off in a, in, a, in a neighborhood, man, that, you know, I quite frequent. You know, I used to stay out there and shit. And um, so when I pulled off, it stopped working. I was like, damn, man, what's going on with my speaker? So I went to the back of it. You know, I go and fuck with the speaker and stuff, man. And um, it came back on. I was like, okay, let me, let me make sure that the bass hitting right. So time I jump in the whip, man. The passenger door came open, and um, all I saw was a gun come in. So I was like, man, what the fuck? And the dude was like, yeah. So I tried to push the gun back, you know, and me and, <clears throat> me and this dude, we tussling. So while we tussling, man, I'm trying <clears throat> excuse me, I'm trying to push the gun back. Dude was a little bigger, so I'm trying to push him back and push the hand of the gun back, man. And then it's, the, the hand that had the gun slipped out of my hand. And when it slipped out of my hand, man, it landed on my side. And um, he squeezed, and when he squeezed, man, I fell back in the seat, and um, he took off, and I was just sitting there for a minute, man. My ears was ringing, and you know, I had to, I had to gather my thoughts because I'm like, shit, I done got hit, you know. So I'm, I'm thinking, like, man, I, I look to the right, I see him taking off, and now I'm sitting there, I ain't got no peace on me, so I'm like, shit, I don't know if dude gonna come back. I'm like, if I dial nine one one, ain't no telling how long that shit gonna take. So I took off. I hit the gas on it. So I'm doing like 90 on this road, bro. And, and, and look, this is the crazy thing. The road that I was doing 90 on, I done got a ticket on for going five miles over the speed limit, right? It's a 35-mile-per-hour road. I got a ticket for going 40. That night I was going 90. I was balling. Nobody Damn. in sight, no cops, no ambulance, no, no – it was nobody. So – um. Probably about five minutes before I got to the hospital, man, I started blinking out. You know, I started seeing, like, little little stars and shit. And um, when I got to the hospital, I came around the way it is. It's like you kind of turn right, then you go down the hill, and then it's like a little circle thing, and then valet parking was there. And this guy came up was like, hey, man, you um, you, you here to go to the emergency room? I said, yeah, man, I've been shot. 
and I'm I'm in the car trying to grab all my personal belongings like my phone, um, my my iPad and all that shit, man. And then next thing you know, bro, I blanked out. And when I blanked out, man, I was in a room. Um, yeah, I was laying in the room, bro. I had all these like like doctors and police all around me and shit, man. And I was going off on everybody in there, and then the doctor. The doctor was like, man, calm down, and they had to put me to sleep, man. They hit me with morphine twice to get me to shut up because I was discombobulated, you know what I'm saying, when I woke up. And, um, they, you know, when I woke up again off the morphine, I was in my room, man, like, damn, what the, you know, I never thought nobody would be trying to hit me because, you know, I've been so good to people, man. Like, you know, I, I, I never had issues. I've always been the guy to try to help everybody. For me to get hit like that, man, it just, it just, it just blew my fucking mind, man. So everybody became suspects in the city. You know what I'm saying? So I cut the whole city off. Because one, I didn't know who it was. I didn't know where it came from. So, um, you know, everybody was suspect. To this day, I really don't know who it was. You know, you, you, you hear little shit, but you can't go off of what you hear. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, to somebody put a real name on it, then, you know, it's just, just one of them things that I got to sit back and just wait for. You know, so. It is what it is. Man, I um you know, I, I mean I commend you because a lot of people they go into shock or they, they wouldn't you know, think of what to do. You had enough sense to think, you know what, I'm not waiting on nobody, I'm getting the fuck to the hospital on my own. And you saved your right. own life. Right. Because if I would have waited, man, I don't know who that was. What if they would have came back? You know what I'm saying? And I'm just sitting there. You know, that then they wanted to finish me off or something. I don't know what the hit was for. You know, I, they I, they could have been trying to take my car. Could have been somebody jealous that was just trying to trying to trying to knock me off. You know what I'm saying? Because I ain't never had no issues with nobody around here, man. You can ask anybody around here. I've been in almost every neighborhood around here, man, and everybody showed up. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It, it, it's just crazy, man. But you know, you never know. You know, when you're doing good and people see it, man, that that shit could bring jealousy and envy. You know, but if if it was the car that you wanted, man, you could have just came and asked me how I got it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And then we could have talked about it. Or if it's money that you needed, man, you could have asked, man, hey, man, can I just get, you know, could I borrow a hundred? Hell, shit, man, you can have this hundred. You know, but just to come and try to knock me off or something like that, materialistic, or take my, I mean, I got kids, I got a family, bro. You know what I'm saying? You can't be sitting yeah. out here playing like that. So, you know, I just move different now. Yeah, yeah, you got to, man. It's uh, uh, unfortunate. But you're right, man. You know, people don't realize who they're jacking. You know, um, right. you know the, the man, like you said, he, he could be a father, that'd be somebody's son, but also he could be somebody that might say, you know what, I'll dedicate some time to help you, young man, get you in the right, right. direction. Right. You know? And that's, that's the type of shit I do, bro. Like, yeah. anybody will tell you. You know what I'm saying? I give you the shirt on my back. Is 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 always been like had a, had an open hand for anybody, open arms for anybody, man. It's just like, hey, look, you know, if I could do it, then I, I I'll 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 help. But if not, man, I can get somebody that can help. But yeah, that was yeah. that was some wild shit, man. Man, yeah, for you to be able to, you know, be here and and not only uh, uh, survive that and go through that, but then come out and and blazing with music, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, it, it shows you know what I'm saying you're really a true artist, and you got some new music uh, out 
know what I'm saying? But before we get to that, I want to go way back. Um, okay. I first heard you on Homicidal Lifestyle by Gangster Pat, uh, yeah, 19, yeah. 1997. Um, mm-hmm. phenomenal, phenomenal. I, I, matter of fact, I was I was always wondering what happened. You know what I'm saying? Because I was like, why didn't Pat and Dude do a group album? You know? But where where are you from originally? And you know, how did you get into rap? Yeah, that's that's kind of crazy because a lot of people thought that I was from Missing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's um, what I Especially thought. when that, yeah, when that album had um that album dropped, man. So, um. To tell the real backdrop of that album, that album was was something that was thrown together by Power Records. You know what I'm saying? So that's why you hear songs like Deadly Verses on it, I Want to Smoke on it, um, and a couple other uh, recycled songs that's on there. So I had um, probably like a year prior, man, I was doing a concert, and um, it was this guy at the concert, man. He had hit me up, man. He was like, look, man, I like your flow. You know, I really want to work with you. I was like, cool. You know, I ain't really take uh, think too much of it until he started calling. He's like, man, I want to take you to a real studio and show you some shit. So we started going to the big studio, man, and recording. And I mean, pulling pulling late nights, man. And, and, and he was hard, like hard on me. Like if I fuck up in a verse, man, you got to record that whole verse over. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't no punch-ins or nothing. And and thinking about it at that time, man, it was, it was getting on my fucking nerve, but you know, thinking about it now was like I'm glad that he did that because it helped me where I'm at now. Because he is just he was just basically telling me strive for uh, perfection. You know what I'm saying? So what we did was we record creep with a nigga and lay me down to sleep. And a lot of people don't know we put that out on as a single before we even pitched it out to Power Records back then. So it's people that got that song on a cassette tape. You know when we put it out, and if they got it, man, they sitting on a gold mine right now. You know, I've been trying to find people that got it so I could buy it off of them. But um, no, we picked it down. That. I didn't have that. I had the the gangster pad tape. Uh, I want to smoke. Um, right. And it looked like a top pack of top rolling papers. Um, I had that back in the day though. I didn't even know about this one. Yeah, I put out creep with a nigga, and I put out lay me down to sleep as a single before we pitched it. You know what I'm saying? And um. When I ran across Gangsta Pat, I was like, man, I, I, I fell in love with his flow. You know, Deadly Verses, man, was just like the hardest song that I had heard at that time. And I was like, man, oh. I really want to work with this cat. So I had told my, my, my manager, man, and he was like, man, let's just try to send a song down to Power Records. Like, cool. So we pitched it down there, man, and probably like a week later, we got a call back. And the dude said, this is Leroy McMath. Um we got your your songs, man. We we got Gangsta Pat album about to come out. We want to put your two songs on the album. So shit, we was excited. Like hell yeah, let's do it. And and the you rest of that man is history. Nah, nah. Wow, wow. That that's a, that's amazing right there. I always wondered what that connection was. You know, I didn't know that. Uh, you know, uh, it was something that you you submitted. Those songs are, yeah. are fucked. Fire, man. If anybody hasn't heard that, I mean, that album right now probably costs about $100 or more if you want to buy yeah, it. Yeah. Very rare. But um, if you if you haven't heard that, man, I suggest you go uh, check that out. Homicidal Life, uh, Gangster Pat. Um, that album, uh, you know, right there, you know what I'm saying, um, that came after, you know, Deadly Verses, of course. Um, man, what were your thoughts when you first heard that? Uh, that was Gangster Pat and the Villain. 
Like, man, who is these cats right here? Because they bring a number that heat. You know what I'm saying? And 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 not only are they bringing that heat, man, I got to step my shit up. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? I got to step my flow up. You know, um, and 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 I'm blessed now, man, because me and Pat got a great relationship. You know what I'm saying? I've talked to the villain a couple times. We have talked about doing music together, me and the villain. Um, but we never got around to it. And Pat, me and Pat, was supposed to do the Creep with a Nigga remix. And I think it's still on the table, so hopefully, hopefully we can make that happen, you know, and um, actually put it out because even he'll tell you, he's like, bro, I mean, like, nigga, my that was my album. He said, but all through Memphis, they weren't even playing my songs. They was playing Creep with a nigga every time you turn somewhere else playing Creep with a nigga, Creep with a nigga everywhere I turn. So I never knew the song had got that big, you know, until I started like some years later and I started going to YouTube and um. I started looking at the views and how everybody thought I was I was a little T or it was against the pat on the song and all this other stuff, man. You know, it, it was it was just crazy to see that, man. You know, that I did some and I'm 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 part of the um I'm part of history with that song. That song is, is pretty big, man, and it and it feels good. So, you know, I, I wanna give a big salute to Power Records for that. You know, but outside of that, man, you know, um, we had a lot of bad business, you know, going through that process also. But, you know, that was, the, the that was outcome, man. Ad, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for for those listening, too, um, that was the first label that uh, Spice One came out on solo. Yep. Um, yep. Yeah, that let MC know. Breed. EP, MC Breed, yep. <clears throat> um, so that's basically it, Chabon, then. Pretty much. Um, or now affiliated. That I don't know. I, yeah, I want to say they was affiliated. Yeah, Ichiban was more or less like the distribution um, mm-hmm. of so many, so many greats. When you were growing yeah. up, like who were you listening to? You know, what I'm saying where you were from. Like, was there anybody that really stood out? So man, a lot of a lot of Georgia rappers, man. You know, they don't really like 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 to talk about this, man. But um. My my influence to do music was easy, you know. But around us at that time, man, it was a lot of damn bass music. You know what I'm saying? That was that was out. Like, um, and I was I was a big MC Shadi fan, you know. Yeah. Um, Shake uh, it. A, a lot of people. True. Yeah. yeah. And um, I liked um MC Shadi and. Prince, uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff and Fresh Prince, I thought they was dope for the culture. Um, but but NWA, you know, Public Enemy. Um, but we also had a lot of bass music, man, like like DJ Jam Pony, uh, DJ Train, and stuff like that around us also. But another rapper yeah. that I used to listen to was Kilo G also. Yeah, Kilo G, yeah, yeah. Uh, he had that song One Leg Up, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Remember all the records, man, because I used to, you know, as a kid, I'd go to Coconuts or all the record stores, and I'd be buying all those tapes, you know, like Luke Skywalker's Bass Waves. Yeah. Compilation, yeah. You know, uh, and that's how I found Two Live Crew and things like that, you know, um, and, and MC Shy D. What about, like, mm-hmm. uh, cats, you know what I'm saying, like, um, that did the street stuff, like maybe the Hard Boys or Sammy the Sam. The Hard Boys. Yeah. yeah. We had the Hard Boys. Um 
uh, Ghetto Mafia, you know, um, and, and the thing that I hate about them guys, man, you know, everybody talking about this, and, and I ain't going to bear off to that, you know, everybody keep having this trap music. I, I did the trap music first shit, you know, coming out of Atlanta. You know, yeah. I look at it this way. You know, Hard Boys was the first people that did that shit and Ghetto Mafia. You know what I'm saying? T.I. just had the money behind them, and Jeezy had the money behind them. You know, they ain't have that money. But if you go back and listen to them goddamn albums, man, that's that's real trap music right there. So um, big yeah. salute to them. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. We we just had Nino on here uh, a few weeks back. Um, you know, but, uh, you know, your style, we're going to let the people hear, hear some music in a minute. Your style, you know, you, you're, you're real good with the wordplay. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like a like chopper, whatever, you, you can do it all. You know what I'm saying? Who are right. some of your 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 favorite uh rappers that rap fast? Um uh Twister, Tech Nine, um rappers like C nine R P. Um I gotta get across the T Rock. Um let me see who else, man. That 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 Chicago those Chicago rappers out there, man. A lot of those they hold they hold style. Bone Thugs and Harmony, you know. Sniper. Yep. Yeah, I listen to a lot of the, the 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 different people, and because everybody chopped different, you know, Chicago chopped different than than Tech Nine in the Midwest, and they chopped different than Memphis. Yeah, you know. But just just listening to all that, that was kind of my influence. Psychodrama, you know what I'm saying? Like like I listened to a lot of psychodrama too. Um, so you know that that's what kind of created my style. And plus, with being from the south, man, I just put the southern twang on. Yeah, but you're you're right. I want to go back to that. You made a great point. You're right about that. I never understood why <clears throat> Three Six Mafia wanted to beef with Bone or, or or do or die and Bone and Twister because all of them were different. You know, Busy didn't right. sound nothing like Lord Infamous. And, uh, right. um, you know what I'm saying, uh, Twister didn't sound nothing like, uh, you know what I'm saying, uh, Skinny Pimp or whoever. Right. You know, same thing with, uh, you know, there's cats down in Texas, you know, where a, a lot of times people say that it's slower, but some of them rap fast down there, too. Right. Zero. Criminal Element. You know, Zero, yep, he's yep. one. Criminal Element, they used to, you know, do a little fast rapping. Um, but yeah, man, definitely, man. That that's my favorite style. Don't get me wrong; I like all styles of rap, but um, I always like the fast stuff because I I think it it, it takes a lot more to put together a, a rhyme like that than it would a regular rhyme. It it, it so. does because these these rappers sit out here, man. That rap to the beat, they write sixteen bars. Us that rap to the hi hats, we write thirty two bars each verse. You know what I'm saying? So. We write a, a little bit more than what a, a to the beat rapper might write because we we rap so fast, so we we have to do thirty. It's thirty two bars for each verse. If you're gonna twist from bar one to bar sixteen, it's thirty two for us. Yeah. Double time flow. What about the guys that do the triple time, man? Um, <sighs> or even other than that, do you do you ever mess with that? I, I have it, man. I, and look, I had tried it, and I was like, man, I just can't, I, I can't grab it, man. Those, 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 that damn Tech Nine, um, Twisted Insane, 
you know, uh, King Iso, that them them cats got that shit down. Pat C Mob, I hear C Mob doing it every once in a while, you know. But uh, yeah, that's really yeah, dope. C-Mob. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, man, them guys are all uh, uh, I mean, super super talented. Well, let's give them a, a dose, man. I got three dope tracks here. Um, man, which one do you want to go with? We got Throw It Up, Walk Away, and Lonely Road. Which one do you want to go with first? Uh, let's start with Lonely Road because that was kind of like my comeback, my comeback song. Because everybody was asking where I was at, you know. I I, I told people because you know I got my own little um my little podcast, so everybody was asking like, damn man, we ain't heard from you, we ain't heard you on the station, you know, talk about the surgery and all that stuff, man. So we can jump into Lonely Road, man. Lonely Road, right here on the Murder Master Music Show, OG Tech. Don't go nowhere. We'll be right back. Get it. What you think I am, huh? What you think I am, fucking worm like you? I told you, man. I told you, don't fuck with me. I told you. No, but you wouldn't listen. Why, you stupid fuck. Look at you now. Nigga. You know I'm riding down this lonely road, riding down this lonely road, and all my mind is going get it. All my mind is 
Yeah, I don't want that shit to end, man. That's that's hard as hell right there. And that's on um, that's on the uh, Before the Wave project. Yeah, Before the Wave, man, produced by Tony C, featuring Smoke Coleone. Um, yeah, good comeback record, uh, record, man. It was just it was just something that I needed to get off my chest, you know, because I felt like one, like everybody kind of was forgetting about me, you know, because uh, yeah. I ain't drop an album for a minute. So it was just something that I need to come back and let people know, like, hey, I'm still here. Shit. <laughs> man, that's a, that's a real, real hard track, man. And, um, you know, if, if the whole album is like that, man, it's going to be a classic, I'm telling you. Um, how would you describe the album for the people that haven't heard it? Uh, when I went going, when I, when, when I started this, man, it was, um, one, I was getting my feet wet because I was recovering from, you know, the surgery, and um, it was like, damn, I need to drop something, because my last album that I dropped was Dangerous Mind, and um, I started putting songs together that I had started writing in 2019, um, the way I would describe it, man, it's just, it's, it's, it's a lot of pain in it, um, because of the stuff that I was going through. Uh, not only that, just with that and um, seeing the things that goes on in the media, you know, as far as the, um, you know, Black Lives Matter and stuff like that. I, I did a little 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 song for that, um, but I think mine was a little different than what everybody else was doing. But um, it was just one of those things, man. It was a, it was a comeback album. It's, it's called Before the Way Brainstorming. And the reason for brainstorming is because I was, I was really trying to grab all this and, and make it work. And um, I had probably about a good, maybe a good 20 songs and, uh, you know, narrowed it down to 11. I didn't want to make it too, too long because it was a comeback album. Um, it's going to be a three-part um, collection. So we got Before the Wait, we're going to have During the Wait, and then we're going to have The Wait is Over. So um, this is just the intro to that to get to The Wait is Over, which The Wait is Over is going to probably have about 15 or 20 songs. Wow. So you you coming you coming right back again? You giving it yeah. to them again? Yeah. Yeah. So the, yeah. the uh, during the week is probably going. I'm, I'm gonna probably have that in y'all hands probably like um uh, end of January, and then oh, okay. um, the wait is over. We are gonna have that to y'all like probably around spring, because um it's it's a it's a few features I'm trying to I'm trying to have on that. I want that to be real special. Yeah. Well, you've worked with a lot of people already. You know, um, mm -hmm. who are some of the people that you inspire to work with that you you've wanted to for a while? Um, that I've worked had. with. You no, know, people that you you know you've wanted to just you know opportunity never came about and just never never crossed paths yet. Uh, like, who, who would you like okay. to work with? Evan. Uh, Pastor Troy. I definitely, I've, I've always wanted to do a song with Troy. Um, Zero is definitely on my bucket list. Um, Yuck Mouth is on my bucket list. Um, and we got Yuck Mouth. And, and, and this is going to be kind of like, like way left field, and, and y'all probably wouldn't even think of this, but you know, I really want to do a song with Pusha T. Um, the dude is, is fucking 
phenomenal. He got a crazy wordplay. You know, um, I really want to work with Pusha T. Um, anybody else that's, that's down south, man, because I've worked with a, a lot of other artists. Um, maybe like Lil Flip, you know. Um, uh, I already worked with Mr. Ski. Um, I don't know. And, and I like Gangsta Black. Yeah, I like Gangsta oh, Black, yeah, too. Yeah. You know. He's one of the guys, he had that flow, man. It just kind of, it didn't matter, man, who else was on the track with him. He could go with anybody. It just, you know, you know didn't matter what kind of. <laughs> and, he, and he didn't even have to rap fast. At know? all. Because he, he no. didn't. He, I mean, he did no. every once in a while, but he didn't. He kept it slow yeah. and to the point. You know, and it was just that voice, that raspy yeah. voice, and he was just giving it to you, you know. Yeah, down with SPV, man. That track never gets old. That's like a, a deadly versus. It's just uh, uh, so hard, you know. Yeah. Uh, man, that era, and you came up in that era, man. You were formerly, yeah. I mean, you you were known as Little Check. Well, what yeah. made you uh, change your name? Just the growth in life. Um, the growth. Um, you know, my little pups, man. They was like, hey, hey, oh, hey, big homie. They call me big homie. They always call me OG, and um. It's like, man, you you can't go on go on little tech no more, man. You you OG, you big homie. So um, a lot of other rappers, man, started calling me OG. They were just, hey, OG, you know. So, um, Smoke Olion one day put it on Facebook somewhere, man. He's like, no, nah, we ain't calling you little tech no more. You OG tech. So, you know, it kind of yeah. stuck, and it made sense. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. um, that's why we go OG tech, formerly known as little tech, because a lot of people still go out and look. For little tech, so we want to make sure that they know, you know who I am. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, but you, you've been putting the uh, music out for for a while. What was the first project you put out, man? Was it? Um, I mean, did you do anything before the Homicide Lifestyle? Or? Um, I mean, we was doing like little demos back then. You know, yeah. Um, I was I was in a group called Seven Eight One Boys, and um. We did some some music. Then before that, we had a group called like Insane Players. Um, but yeah, we you know little little CDs in the hood, little tapes, well tapes back then, tapes in the hood, you know. And yeah, then, yeah, um, like the uh, early, like the early Memphis stuff. Yeah, you know, it was fun little shit like that. But then after that, after the Gangsta Pack, you know, I had signed with Big Game Records, um, and that's when I kind of like linked up with like Rare Boss. And Mr. LPD, yeah. um, stuff like that, and and, and you know I I met the dude that ran the label because I was calling Power Records trying to get my goddamn money, you know. And one day he picked the phone up. He's like, "This this little tech." I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "Hey, I, I think I got some beats, um, that that might fit you." I was like, "All right, that's cool. I really want to try to hear that shit, but I you know I need a beats." I was like, "Okay, cool, man. Just take my number." But hey, man, what Leroy ass said? I need my money. <laughs> so, but, <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's that's you know, but back then that's what we was doing. We was on the full track, you know. We'll we'll record with the full track, man, and um, we'll we'll send it off, you know, get it kind of rough mixed, and then send it off and get like a bunch of tapes and just go around the hood and sell them and put them in those spots like that. Yeah. Yeah, those good old days, man. That's a um, yeah. Era is unfuckwittable when it comes to hip hop, man. I mean, that's just you know. It's uh that's why it's very important that we tell people that 
cats like yourself are still dropping dope music today. Spice One's right. still dropping dope music. You know, MC8, uh, Public Enemy, for crying out loud. They just dropped a, uh, yeah. a fucking a monster album. They got a track with um, Run DMC and um, mm. you know two remaining Beastie Boys on it. So you got Public Enemy, Beastie Boys, and Run DMC on a song. Never been done before. So really, you know, this year has been pretty good for hip-hop, man. Uh, all I got to check that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Public Enemy, man. Um, you know, what you're going to do when the uh, the grid goes down. That's the name of that album, man. You know, right. Pop, I love these guys because they, I mean, you know, the grid goes down. We know what's going to happen. Mad Max and oh, the Thunderdome. Yeah. But, but um, I, I love Public Enemy because they've always just, just straight from the hip, man. You know, told mm-hmm. it how it was, as real as it is. You know, yeah. even when Flav is clowning, he's still spitting some real shit somewhere in there. You know, yeah, that was a that was a hell of a combination, man. You had yeah. serious Chuck D, and then you had Flavor Flav. You know what I'm saying? But it meshed <laughs> just right. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But when you looking at the video, you like, man, what the fuck? You got these dudes marching around. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then you got Flavor Flav with, with the colors and the dudes. Yeah. And then this yeah. guy with a big clock waving his head, <laughs> you know, it's it's almost yeah. like a, I mean, but it, but it worked, you know. Yeah, what I'm it saying? did. And it, it did. It's, I mean, they're in the rock and roll hall of fame, so yeah, them yeah. guys, uh, you know, something else. But but yeah, 2020 has been great for hip hop. But you were just talking about Red Boss. I reviewed uh, one of his albums, the one where he had like a, a, a license plate on the cover. I forget the name oh, of yeah. it. Oh uh, yeah. Back yeah, in the day, um, but uh, the homie Sin from France, he's on the line right now. I'm gonna patch him in. He, uh, I think he's got a question about him. Sin, how you doing, okay. brother? Yes, yes, sir. Hi, Scott. Hi, uh, OG Tech. Yeah. What's going um, on, man? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. Um, I got a question about your your album "Shut Em Down" back in the day in 2002. Um, as a song, another day, you get. Also, this Christian style on it. Can you tell us about this one and also this album? You talking about Red Boss album? No, this one he said uh, uh, the, uh, the the song shut, Another Day shut, on your album shut him down. Yeah. Yes, right, 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 right. Yeah. Can, can you tell us about this? Same, this are they the same? Are they the same? I couldn't hear yes, his sir? question. Can, can you? Oh, he, he just. He, uh, he just wants you to tell him about the album, like you got a tongue twist and style on it, and uh, the cover. Yeah. He said the cover was amazing. Um, what yeah. was the? Just break down that album, I guess. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. So the cover, man, to me, well, when I was coming up with the concept of the cover, it was because everything that was going on in 2020 for one. Um. You know the police brutality. Um. I can't think of what else I was behind me, but it was just everything that was around my thoughts. And that's what kind of came with brainstorming. So when you see the brainstorming at the bottom of the album, that's what that is behind me is everything that's going to go into this, this, this piece of work that I had dropped, you know, um, as far as the album, we got a lot of great artists on it, a lot of great production. Um, and, and it took a little bit to put together, but, you know the the artists that's on there, man. I'm 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 very honored to have them because they backed me up. They said, "Hey, check it's your time. Uh, you need to drop this album, man." And we was able to get it out in a timely fashion. It was supposed to came out in September, but due to other albums that came before my album, 
um, it kind of pushed me back. You know, um, I wanted to give it to y'all in September, but we had to wait until October. But um, it's a great album. Have you heard it yet? You you heard the whole thing? I heard. Yes, I heard. Uh, you, you hear it, Tim? Oh, Tim. Yeah, because the dope, dope shit. Yeah. So you like it? I appreciate it. Yeah, I got another yes, one coming in probably like two months. So it'll be part two, <laughs> and then part three gonna drop. Man, I'm I'm nonstop now, y'all. It won't. It will never be another gap of music like it was like a five year gap. It's gonna be now consistent every month or every other month. I'm gonna either if it's if it's not a single, it's gonna be an album. You know, so you're gonna hear more of me. I'm about to flood 2021. Yeah, and Shut Em Down was reviewed also in Murder Dog. It was a dope, dope stuff underground shit back in the day. Right. Yeah, I remember. Did I review that one, Tim? <laughs> I don't know, but I, I do remember. I'm not sure. But you have the cover of uh, underground albums. I think it was a year or something. I'm yeah, sure I, I got remember, your albums, man. man because um, you know, Black Dog was sending me CDs all the time. Like I said, I got that Red Boss album. What was that question you had about Red Boss, Sin? Um, yeah, it was about uh, LPD. Uh, was another Memphis underground pioneer. Can you tell us about your collaboration with him? Mr. LPD. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we still yeah, working together. With LPD? I hooked up yeah. with LPD when I was on that record label, Big Game Records, when we dropped Shut Him Down. Um, I used to travel to Atlanta, and one time when I came down there, man, he was in the studio, and um, he was in there making the beat, and I was like, man, make a song, man, because I want to do a song about on some pimping shit. And he sat there and made the beat right then, and we dropped it right then, and that's the she don't understand. And uh, we've done maybe like two other songs. He was supposed to get on this album, but I didn't feel like the song that I had that I wanted him on was going to fit this. So I'm going to get him on um, The Wait Is Over. So we still work together. We still do a lot of music. I mean, uh, a lot of talking and a lot of business together. So, yeah, he's definitely going to be on my next project. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's okay, right. Also, you mentioned that... Uh... Ghetto Mafia, MC Shady, the old stuff, uh, um, uh, like Tito G too. Uh, did you listen also to, to the old stuff like Red Money or Success and Effects or Tag Team, you know, DJ Smurf, all, uh, all this old school stuff with uh, 89, uh, yeah, at the time? So you had, yeah, I listened to Tag Team. I thought it was pretty cool, but I did like Red Man and Method, Method Man. Um, yeah. I'm gonna be honest with you. At that time, though, um, I was in a zone of just like kind of strictly listening to a lot of South artists. Um, but mm-hmm. you know, it, it took a while for me to kind of gravitate. So it was like certain songs from up north that was kind of grabbing me. But I did like Method Man. Um, I like some of Red Man shit. I've always been a diehard. Um, I I, well, I can't say diehard, but I like Jay Z even when he was with Original Flavor. You know, um, and a lot of people don't know about I, that, but yeah. When he was just O, just O was Yeah, you remember that? Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's ninety. That's ninety. Yes. Yeah, he was going way back. Yeah. So you know, it was it was different genres, man. But it was just my 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 main music was like South and a lot of Midwest. 
you know, that I listen to. So. Yeah. Okay, right. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. You, uh, I'll tell sure. you what we're going to do. We're going to go to another song. Uh, before we do, though, you got any more sin before we go? Oh, just I did a, a selection of underground mix on uh, HL old school stuff <laughs> on UGS. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Sin's uh, uh, our DJ. He does a mix show called Sinister Sounds. And uh, yeah. you put uh, you put one of uh, OG Tech songs in there. Which one? Oh, I put OGL on the ground, like DJ Smurf, Rain's a Dream, uh, This Time, Tech Team, Gandhi Fresh, all that. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. yeah. All, all, all the old school. Eight, nine. Yes, sir, yes, sir. Hey, where can I check that at? Man, uh, oh, you, you can, check, you, you can check it out, UGSforlife.com, <laughs> or um, okay. uh, they got it on Apple Podcasts. I can, I'll send you a link, too. Um, yeah, send me that shit, man. I got to hear that. <laughs> and are you friends with uh, are you friends with OG Tech on Facebook? If so, um, you know, shoot them a link or if not I got it, no problem. Um it's a dope mix though. You know what I'm saying? He does a, he, he goes he did one for New Orleans, you know what I'm saying? And and uh real 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 good stuff, man. They love your stuff overseas, man. They really love uh, American hip hop over underground hip hop overseas. You know, there's a yeah. huge market over there. Have you ever been over there or, or thought about maybe going over there doing shows and stuff? Um, I've never done shows over there, but um, <clears throat> I know when I had first got signed with uh, with Rock Solid, um, it was like so many producers from Germany and Russia was hitting me up trying to throw me beats and it was non-stop and the love was just crazy and i'm like damn it's like yeah we we remember you from from creep with a nigga and all this other stuff and and we want to produce and and send us music and all this other stuff man I, w- I would love to go over there and um and do a show when this you know when this pandemic calmed down a little bit man i think that'll be real dope to get over there man and, and bring all those people together the fans and the support you know, um, and not only me, if, if we can get like, you know, maybe three or four of the dope artists to go over. Yeah. Just kind of go, you know, kind of go city to city, you know, and then just dip out, man. I think that'll be dope. Kind of hang out with the fans, you know, and all that good stuff. I think that'll be good for hip hop too, man, for the underground. Yeah. Because, I, I mean, there's a huge, huge market over there. Some of these CDs, yes, these underground CDs, I've seen them sell for upwards of $1,000 or more. And yeah, it's usually in Germany or Japan or France, you know. Yeah, yes, my, my homeboy, I don't know what album it was, but um, he sold one for, I think he said, twelve, thirteen hundred. Wow. Wow. Classic, you know. And, and I got I got a whole bunch of the um, the Shut Them Down album still in rapper that I'm just sitting on. You know, and then wow. I'm gonna start putting those up. I had a box those full of yeah, um, those are probably collector's items for now. Because what year did that album come out? Hmm. Shit, man. Like, guess the pack came out in '97. I think that might have been like 2000, somewhere around there. Somewhere around 2000. 2002. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Yeah, around that. Yeah. <laughs> the encyclopedia over there, motherfucker. <laughs> Look, now check this out, man. Now when I when I had did the um and this right here, man, this is this is a piss me off story. So when I had uh-huh. did the um 
the Gangsta Pat song, the label has sent me like this this big old box, man. I'm talking about big box. I had like like 300 flyers. I had probably like 100 homicidal lifestyle CDs, like 50 oh, tapes. Um, I had like um, they sent me like MC Bree, Hard Boys, Ghetto Mafia, and all that stuff in the box. Uh, and I got with this management company, right? Uh-huh. Um, and these dudes right here, man, they ran off with my box, bro. Oh, let's, let's my go whole find box. Them. Do you the know? Fuck are they? <laughs> hey, man, if I remember oh, who they was, man, don't you know they sitting on a <laughs> fucking gold <laughs> a gold mine, man? A yeah, gold they, mine, dude, bro. I used to get um. Box like Dog Day Records. You remember in, in the Bay Area, they yeah. put out like um, Eleven Five and Dark Room and all them guys. They used to send me boxes of tapes and CDs and and Murder Dog. They would have a semi truck drop off boxes of uh, <laughs> magazines. Some of those magazines sell upwards of three hundred bucks a piece now. It's like fuck Ooh. if I had only kept that shit. But I would give yeah, them away and sell them and distribute them. Try to get Murder Dog name out in my area. So. You know, um, I mean, I just did. I never thought they'd be collector's items. No way. Yeah, me either. And and, and you know? like when I moved up here to NC, I had went to the mall, and I was I, I was I was looking for CDs, and I ran across the Gangsta Pair Homicide Lifestyle. I had already knew what it was going for, so I picked it up. I only paid like <laughs> what twelve dollars for it. I was like, shit, man, I got it. I ain't opening this motherfucker. I'm holding on for it. You know, holding on to it. So, man, one day, man, I had it in the seat and wasn't even paying attention. Somebody jumped in the car and sat on it, bro. And when they uh, sat on it, the way they sat in the car, it crushed the case and cracked the CD. And oh, I was so man. hurt that day, man. I wanted to whoop that dude ass, man. I'm talking about, bro, you don't know what, because I can't find it nowhere else. You know, I could never find it when I finally found it. This motherfucker sat on the damn disc, bro, and cracked it, man. I can't win man. for losing. Somebody steal my box. Somebody sit on my disc. <laughs> man, when I uh, when I got hip to the game about that stuff, um, I went to this record shop and I saw a Player G album, Pimp Shit, which is a Memphis okay. classic. And, right. Um, the, uh, right by the price tag, it had a little green uh, dot on there, like a marker. And uh, right. I get to the counter. I was like, what does this mean? And the lady's like, oh, that means we got one more in the back. And I'm thinking in my mind, I'm already going to get 200 for this one. I was like, could you go Might get well that? I'm going to get it from my cousin. <laughs> you know, my cousin's going to love this over there. You know. And But, yeah, once I found out about that stuff, um, I mean, it was by accident, of course. Man, now mm-hmm. I'm looking for this shit everywhere if I see it. If I go to a Everyone. flea market, or, you know, yeah, yeah. That stuff's uh, yeah, very, I got very... I got Red Boss, yeah, I got Red Boss records, um, still to this day, um, I got some Memphis CDs that I haven't even opened, man, like some um, Al Capone, um, DJ Squeaky from back in the day, uh, Money Butt Naked, I got, I, yeah, 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 you yeah. know, sitting on the toilet, is that <laughs> <the one? laughs> yeah. I remember you that know. one, man, yeah, uh, you know, he was sitting uh, on the toilet cool. on the cover. <laughs> yeah, yeah, shitting on the world, man. I think it was yeah. called. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I got a, I got a, I got a lot of those CDs, man. You know, um, that I just, I just held on to. And like I said, I got probably like fifteen, maybe, maybe ten. Shut them down. 
you know, maybe like three of them got like a little crack on the case um, just from travel. But other than that, man, you know, I've, I've held on to them, you know, because yeah. they're, they're the guy that put them out, man, you know, he, from my understanding, he still got a few of those, man. But every time I hit him, I, I used to hit him all the time. Like, man, let me buy some, but he wouldn't want to come off of them because he already knows. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Once they once they find out about him. Um, and you went uh, big game. You want some big game recalls at a time or so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Big game records, man. That was. Yeah. Yeah, we still got to stopping up with LDP and uh, um, um, Red Boss at some point too. Uh, LPD, hey, now, I mean. now, you know, Red Boss is the um, is the uh, is the vice president of my label now. Oh wow. Yeah, that's what so we we working together like we've been secretly trying to then go put this stuff together for y'all that we got. We got a five singer that's probably gonna come out in two weeks. His album is dropping in January. Um, he, he got I think he got MJG on it. I ain't, I ain't gonna put too much out there, but he got some good stuff coming on. I know he got got Skinny Pimp coming on it. You know, um, but yeah, yeah, well, we we'll working together, man. That's that's my. That's my right hand man. I can definitely, if you want me to set that up, I'll set it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll definitely yeah. make that happen, man. That'll that'll we'll air that you know, shortly uh, before or after his album drops, you know. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, when was the teachers of tape? Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. Back in the day. Yeah, he yeah, was he was treat. definitely part of that M Town leg that 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 M Town music back then also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, let, let's give him, uh, let's give him another track. We got a couple more. We're gonna go with, uh, let's go with "Walk Away." What? Break this one down for us. Um, "Walk Away." Um, uh, if you listen to my verse, man, it was just one of those things. You know, you go through so much, and and you know, people run up on you like, hey, man, look, leave it alone. I got a lot of shit that I'm going on right now. I ain't got time for the nonsense. You know, because if you push that button, man, I'm liable to snap. And we all kind of told our stories that way. Um, I was I was, I was, was uh, fortunate to get C-Ray from Brain Sick on it and my homeboy On Point on it. Um, and that, that song yeah. is doing the most Talk numbers right now. Yeah, that's my brother, man. Yeah, yeah from not my, my real brother, Michigan. but... Uh, yeah, very talented brother. artist too. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then uh, uh, who was the other artist you said? Uh, C Ray. Oh yeah, C Ray. Brain, brain sick. sick. Yeah. 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 He's very talented too. Jesus. So this very this one here, man. You guys are gonna love this. Uh, we'll be right back with OG Tech. Don't go nowhere. Murder Master Music Show.
that I've been through a lot, but I look in my eyes. These inside appeals ain't heaven, but the doctor recommend that attack them just to calm me down. Rather walk away with that nonsense. I got demons on the data that I'm fighting with. Every day was a different shit, so I choose to move a little different because I'm losing it. So I keep the pistol that close reach. Lord, people around me, shaking hands in the no no Keep that sucker shit from around me. See these fake niggas like the playing shit. Super gangs on the internet till we pull up on them on the G check to that shit. Talk to shit. Look. It's time to find a coach. I don't throw, I grab a freaking beat. I don't hope to help us to steal. Still looking to find a better day. Iron with the wind and take a steal. Hit the field and put my people on. Do right and right what you believe is wrong. See what we keep the feeling strong. We struggling, but that won't be long. And I got some time for the shenanigans. I leave a nigga different than a mannequin. I'm using pain and anger like a mannequin. Don't wanna have to kill him, so I grab a pimp. Keep it independent, never have to settle. We are packing metals and them at the devil. You should walk away before the crew is doing damage to you. Knocking like you Jared Leto. since you know um and it was on point and 
it's kind of crazy. I was after my second surgery. On point, hit me. He was like, "Hey man, I got a song. I need you on." I was like, "All right, cool." But I was like, "Man, you know, I'm still in the healing process. Like, man, I was down bad. Like, and it had um, theme on it, and I snap mode click and him, and um, he sent it to me, and and you know, weeks was going by because I was trying to make sure that I, my my body was right before I tried to jump on the mic, and um, he hit me. He's like, "Man, I, I need the track back." So I just got up and I, I did it, you know, um, and that right there was kind of like more fuel behind me, like, okay, I need to get back up and start rapping. So a lot of songs that I was working on, man, I was still like down pretty bad, you know, so I, I want to give On Point and Down Pat a big salute, but On Point was the guy that, that kind of like cranked me back up, you know, to, to get me back into music and on the go because... I was really going to sit down, sit it down for Lisa about until like July, August before I even thought about jumping back on the mic. So I wanted to make sure I was a hundred percent. But once he did that, I was like, fuck it, man. We might as well just keep going. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's, and, and, and then, um, you know, the good thing is, you know, he, he's got a project out, you know, you got stuff out. Everybody in your circle has, has got music out. You know what I'm saying? And we're on, um, yeah, and we're and we're on everybody's shit too, you know. Yeah, and that's the way to do it, man. That's the you know, uh, it's all about networking. You know, you got to be able to, um, you know, do that. And, and you're able to do that now. You got a podcast, man. Tell everybody about your podcast so they can uh, check it out as well. Uh, twenty four seven hip hop radio, but the name of the show is uh, the Independent Music Movement. Um, it was something that I came up with some years back, you know, um, it was a lot of local artists and independent artists that I knew that just wanted to be heard on a, on a platform, you know, um, they couldn't get it into the radio stations and none of that. So I said, man, let me try to come up with a radio station or a podcast or something to put together and, you know, play everybody's shit. And that's what I did. And it, it has been a great a great show uh, ever since. You know, I've had like um, like Young Mouth, Young Bleed, Blood Raw, um, Gold Rush, Reginelli of Gambino family. We just had Sheena Thrash. I was just on it yesterday. I got interviewed by one of my homeboys. So it, it, it's something geared towards the you know the underground, and um, it's just giving everybody that shot. You know, we'll bring some like I do was I go to the email and just pull somebody music because you know I promote it everywhere and you know, I'll play the song if the song hot we'll play it if not then I'll be like all right we we can't even go further with this but I still get a chance <laughs> you know what I'm saying but that's 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 all people really want you know they just want to hear themselves through the speaker you know so that's that's that was like a um it was a door that I was opening for the independent artists and the underground podcast, you know what I'm saying, uh, what made you really want to um, get into that? Um, it's, uh, I, I love doing it because you get to hear people's stories, like we got to hear your mm-hmm. story tonight, but um, you also, like I said, you get to you know, make different connections with people. Um, right. What was your main motivation? Um, all on the above. Because I wasn't really doing the um like the the, the well known rappers, man. I was just interviewing my circle. You know what I'm saying? I'll bring them on. 
you know, like I, I had Lil Pete, you know, um, On Point and Down Pat when they came out with a song. I brought them on for, uh, I think it was like their first interview. Well, I don't know about Down Pat, but I brought them on. And um, just just giving people that shot, you know. And then when I started getting into the the, the, the well-named artists, um, it was just like you said, like hearing their story. You know what I'm saying? Because they're no different than us. You know, it's, it's just they did it, and they were so consistent with it that they started making profit out of it, you know. But everybody got a story. And just to hear it, you know, a lot of people really don't know what they went through to get there, you know. You might come aboard and go to YouTube, type a name in, and be like, man, this motherfucker jamming. But when you get them on that station and you start asking questions because you done did your homework and make, you know, you bring certain stories out, like you brought up me getting shot, you know, you start bringing that stuff out. It's like shit that fans don't know about, you know. So and and that's the stuff that I like to hear. So yeah, thought that was pretty dope. Yeah, to be able to, uh, you know, what I'm saying, um, like I said, hear all those different stories and stuff. What were some of the interviews that you did that stood out that you really, you know, look back and like, man, I, I really like. <laughs> um, I think I had maybe. The one, the one that really stands out the most is me interviewing Gunplay. Um, Gunplay wild as fuck, you know what I'm saying? But it's him, you know what I'm saying? And and that's what I wanted him to be. But um, hearing Gunplay's story was was real. De- I mean, we we see this this story of Gunplay and as this wild guy, um, don't give a fuck. And you see it on the on on the Real House Lives of Atlanta, or you seen them back when they had the Fifty Cent and Rick Ross beef and all this other stuff. And, you know, but I sat down and had a chance to talk with him, man. He intelligent as fuck, bro. You know that that interview was probably one of the ones that stood out the most was him. Yeah, and Blood Raw, Blood Raw. That was with uh Jeezy label. Um, Blood Ross stood out too Because he, he's a very uh, Smart brother also Yeah definitely Blood Raw um, You know um, He came out at a time You know him and Jeezy came out at a time When rap was changing drastically You know yeah. um, I was sitting back I was watching it You know but I never thought it would get to the point Of like like Dumbing down and, and mumbling And trying to silence um, the conscious rappers, you know, like mm-hmm. there used to be like lanes in hip hop. Like if you wanted to hear some 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 shit that was dumb, you'd go get some PM Don or some crap like that. You know what I'm saying? If you wanted bass, you you went to the bass section. You know, now mm-hmm. it's like they push that trendy pop bullshit, and they don't showcase. You know what I'm saying? The the you know the the talented artists. I wonder why talent's taking a back seat. It's crazy. Well, I, I don't think it's taking the back seat. It's just the way the labels have things structured. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They, they, it, it, it was. Um, I think back then, man, when you had those conscious rappers, man, you, it, those conscious rappers was getting to people that was out here that was, um, that was picking up on it. You know what I'm saying? And <clears throat> I think they really didn't want that to kind of hit the neighborhoods. Like, okay, they dropping some real jewels. That they don't need to know, so we need to silence them. Like Pac, Pac was giving you, he was giving you rap shit, but he was talking about that Black Panther shit that we need to stand up. 
You know what I'm saying? Like he's that, dropping that, jewels in there, yeah. He was dropping jewels. So what better way is to dumb down the system is you kill the arrested developments and the public enemies and, and stuff like that. And you give them this dumb shit because now when you put that out there, okay, these kids ain't going to learn nothing. All they learning how to do is goddamn be drug addicts and drunks and all this other shit. And, and that's what we could feed them. You know what I'm saying? And the game from then to now, man, is just, it's just totally, totally different. You know, back then, man, everybody had medallions on. You know, they was rocking the, the, the dashikis and, you know, uh, KRS was bringing that damn knowledge too. But it, it's, it's, it's crazy how these labels is, is they, they killed that. And I think when they killed that, you know, and I'm not going to say it killed hip hop, but it killed the era hip hop that was that was so real that now what you have now is is these these I don't even know what to call it, man. It's I mean I, I go to YouTube. These people have a million of views, man, and I listen to the song and I can't hardly understand them. They're not talking about shit, and I'm not going to say all of them. You know, R.I.P. Mo. Three, Mo. Three was was a very talented artist. You know. Um, Lil Boost to give you the real. He's a talented artist, um, but it's, it's stuff that they have thrown out of here now, man. That I just feel it doesn't do anything. There's no no message behind it, or there's if you if you're gonna talk about, I I, I don't know, man. It, it's just it's just not all, all of it's not authentic to me. You know these rappers is you got more killing in, in hip hop now than we did in the nineties. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I, I, I've and, seen that. Just had uh, one um, a, a, a fatal shooting the other day. I, I can't think of the rapper's name because you know I'm not into a lot of the newer rappers. But yeah, I that's, that's what I was talking about. Fairly yeah, good. Mo three. Yeah, Mo three was fucking. He was he was he was awesome, bro. Now I don't know about King Von that just died like <laughs> five days ago. He got gunned down in Atlanta. He was another young rapper, but I know of Mo three because I played his music. And and when I tell you that the, the guy was was fucking, <laughs> he was on his way, bro. He was on his way, and, and Boosie signed him and and stamped him, you know. And he was doing his damn thing, man. He was twenty seven years old. Twenty seven yeah. years old, man. And just just starting out his life, man. His adulthood. Starting out his life. Yeah. Mm. So, you know, he was a Damn father. Shame. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if he was a father, but I know he was somebody's child. Yeah. You know, that type shit. You know, so it's, it's it's crazy, man. Yeah, it is. It really is, man. But uh, I'll tell you what. It, it's been a hell of a uh, a show tonight, man. Real honor to talk to you finally and get to hear you know some of your story um but before we get out of here i got one more song i want to play before i do that i want to give you the floor man let them know where they can get your music where they can check out the podcast it's all yours brother all right man um it's og tech um you can find me on instagram at og tech the don you can find me on facebook just look up og tech formerly known as Lil tech um, look up Chris OG Tech Bay. I'll be pulled up. My album is on all platforms minus iTunes. We're gonna try to fix that. 
You can get me on Spotify, Amazon, and all the other stuff. Um, big salute to the show. Big salute to everybody that's rocking with me, everybody that's keeping it 1,000. Um, yeah, man. One team, one mission. That's the biggest thing right there. We one team, one mission, man. So big salute, and uh, I'm out, bro. Man, I really appreciate you, and uh, we definitely look forward to have you on again in the future, man. Uh, this one here, uh, as we get out of here, man, kind of uh, outro us with this song, Throw It Up, man. Tell everybody about this one. Throw It Up is a song that, it's that crunk song. Me on my verse, it's kind of like me. I wanted to shout out these different spots, um, but I wanted everybody to know, man, where my background came from, you know. I love the South, and I represent the South. Um, big salute to Chuck T. Um, big salute to all the Southern rappers. We got Sheena Thrash on it, and we got Red Boss on it. And um, it was just everybody just repping their section, where they from, you know. And we just shouted out everywhere. So if we forgot where you if – if we forgot your city, you know, um, blame our minds, not our hearts. We, we got love for you there, too. So um, this is it. Throw it up, man. OG Tech, before the wait, go pick it up. South, but nigga put your legs and grills in the mouth. Say you on the half step for AUG, USTA, nigga, that me. The rep North Cat, that's where I stay. Still wreck the state, where no more play. I'm down south, slinging with the homie Chuck T, slinging no South Cat, gotta ride with me. UGK, we riding dirty, super tight. Pocket full of stones, the real Mr. Bill was on coming out hard. MJG and the legend A Ball, Mr. Ice Cream Man with Master P. Body, body, lock the street. Get on Mafia, straight from the dead. Creep with a nigga, with a nigga, little Ted. I'm dropping them daily verses with Gangsta Pat Like I'm in the trunk with DJ Zerk Can it be with Gangsta Black? Yeah They said we were slow when we saw to start running the game What's other player list the Cadillac Funkin' music had drop I knew we was winning then Tearing the club up with triple six Yeah, those boys, my mind is playing tricks To all of the rappers that's off in the game I gotta let the South know that Yeah I'll do my everything ATL Take one Houston Tech, so we're up. Houston Tech, so we're up.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.